consider my meditation Hugging on to the voice of my cry My King and my God For unto Thee will I pray My voice shall hear in the morning O Lord, in the morning Will I direct my prayer And to Thee So, that's a song, actually, that some people have taken from Psalm 5. You may have heard it before. So, that is the psalm that we are going to read today. So, I'm here with the wonderful, beautiful Cheryl. (laughs) And she's going to actually read Psalm 5 for us today. All right. Here we go. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. For thou art not a God that has pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak leasing. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulcher. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God, lest let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against thee. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also love thy name. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. This is a beautiful psalms. If we think about it, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to kind of pick apart the Psalms, actually. So, first of all, when we look at what he was praying here, he's like, give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. So, it was first of all his cry. He's saying, Lord, may may my words even be worthy in your sight. Uh, if you notice... Uh, David always came before God with this plea or this cry uh, unto him. He would, it would always have this, he had such a heart of passion to seek God. It wasn't just like a normal nonchalant prayer, like when we wake up or something. It was like he came to God with almost all he had. It was like his whole being he threw right before God's feet. And I'm like, how many times do we actually do that? You know, even that this even challenges me. Do I get up in the morning? Do I go on my knees even and just throw myself before God and tell him how I feel? Right, yeah. Um, I called this podcast today called Hanging On by a Thread. Uh, so many times we go through life and we are feeling like we're going through just 
maybe even the most darkest times of our life or even just hard times. It could be through health, it could be finances, it could be whatever your circumstance is per se or somebody wronged you. Uh, those things can really, really have an effect even on our our worship towards God or our attitudes. <clears throat> So here we create, we continue on with hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. So my voice shall they hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer to thee and will look up. I think it's so important here, the fact that he even says that he worships God in the morning. Because the fact that we, if you make that decision in the morning to look up to God and worship God, it kind of sets the tone for the day. That's why it's so important to pray in the morning. It's so important to even just shift. The first thing on your mind should be God in the morning. The first thing on your mind should be, how can I worship my Lord today? How can I serve you? How can I, how can I just adore you, Lord? And I think so many times we don't do that. We get up and we have like, how many of us probably check social media or we like think of, oh, what do I all have to do today? And your mind's racing to so many other things mm -hmm. and we're distracted when really our mind shouldn't be so divided, it should be fully focused on our Lord mm -hmm. because he is the one who actually ordains and directs our steps in the days. He knows what's going to happen today to you. You do not know. You don't know what circumstances lies ahead, what snowstorms out there, or who's hitting the ditch today. God does. And um, I'm like Cheryl having a flat tire this evening. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? God is faithful yep. and um, he is good. So I want to continue on for it says, For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. So that's pretty, pretty strong. He's making a very strong declaration here. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak leasing. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful men. But as for me, I will come into thy house in thy multitude of their mercy, and thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. So it's almost at this point that David is acknowledging him, acknowledging the fact that it is only through God's mercy that he can actually come to the Lord's temple. He recognizes that too. And even with our lives, it's only through the blood of Christ and his mercy that brought us to even be able to be worthy to be in God's presence. And to even acknowledge that, that that in itself is a gift. And he's laying it down at Christ's feet and says, Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouths. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulcher. They flatter with their tongue. So I just want to point out something here. You know what? There's another verse in the Bible that is my favorite scripture verse. It says, as a man thinketh, so is he. If you notice, whatever kind of motivates somebody, they will be driven by. So if you notice those that plot vain things, they will be thinking upon vain things all the time. So somebody, let's say they're money driven, they will be thinking of 50,000 new ways to make money. <laughs> They'll probably have like 50 million books on how to make another million, right? Or you can find like, and I'm not saying learning certain things is bad, but I'm saying there's certain things that drive us. And for a lot of people, 
that are driven by you notice people that around you maybe that you notice that lie a lot or um, it's like they make their own grave with their mouths. It's like it's the t- the tongue is such a powerful thing and we can either bring curses or um, blessing to our life. And there's a lot of people who choose with their mouths to bring curses to their life every day. And that's why it's so important to when you start your day off and you actually worship the Lord and you renew yourself that you can actually bring more of blessings in your life. And just be aware of of just you'll see patterns in people's lives when you're in situations that people are lying and trying to manipulate you or doing things that aren't right. The Lord will already show you, but uh, show you like a lot of times when you rest in the Lord and you worship him, he will already show out the motives of somebody coming against you. Uh, a lot of times I hear of Christians, even leaders and pastors that I've met, because bless them, I love the work that you do and I want to honor all pastors out there and all leaders. I We pray for you and love you and and even just whatever uh, position you're working in. It's hard. You go through a lot of things. But even even in those circumstances, there's a lot of people that tend to offend people and then we get angry and I notice it's interesting because Satan always wants to try to trap people in their anger and I know it says God says don't sin in your anger but if your anger is taking away from your worship of God isn't that not also sin I just it makes me think like when somebody offends you then you need to ask yourself why what is this person's motive? Why are they doing this? Are they misunderstanding something I said? Or are they may- maybe not, um, are they having a selfish ambition? Or is there a false motive here? Or is something I misunderstood? I think a lot of times we forget to look at all sides of the story and ask questions. So many times we want to judge people for things. And I think judging isn't always the answer right away. God is the ultimate judge. And remember, God can more on your behalf. If something is falsely said about you, do you not believe that Almighty God can come and bring in something in that situation and speak and also put somebody else in a path and speak wonderful things of you? Um, I'm going to tell you a story actually about my father. God rest his soul. He passed away 11 years ago. And he was a chef for 31 years for VRL of Canada. And he was actually one of the number one chefs on VOL for 13 years straight. He was supposed to go to world's cooking, but he was a man of integrity. Everybody on that train he served, he would love them and he would always go over and above and cook them whatever they wanted, no matter what. And he would always make it to a tea how they liked it. Well, they hired a new guy and this new guy was jealous because of how good my dad was in the kitchen. So he thought if he could jeopardize my dad's job, he could take his position because he felt very inferior. So what he did was one day, he went and made and fabricated a story against my dad and went to the head boss. He had the nerve to go to the head boss in Winnipeg and try to jeopardize my dad's job. Well, I will never forget this story because my dad's head boss sat the guy down and said, if you ever come in this office again and speak something bad about George Schrader, 
your butt will be gone from this job faster than you can say boo. He ridic- <laughs> and he, pro- he didn't say it in such kind words. But anyways, so long story short, wow. think about the boss as your father. If you build a relationship with God, if you build a relationship and you have an integrity and those around you that know you, that know what you stand for, they understand your heart. Yeah, we mess up. Yes, we do certain things. But God knows your heart. He mm-hmm. knows your intentions. And do you not think that God cannot love you and war for you? And I think that's where we forget is that we have a God that wars on our behalf. So we're going to continue on here. Um, destroy the, them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against thee. And if you notice, that is probably the number one cause, obviously, when people are not for God, they rebel. And it's because we have allowed rebellion to take root in our hearts. Uh, Rebellion is a major thing. And you know what? It can creep up on you daily without even knowing it. It can be just as simple as, oh, I don't want to do this today. Oh, I don't want to do that today. And just having a little negative attitude here, a little negative attitude there, you'll notice they start adding up. And the next thing we know, we start getting controlled by this rebelliousness we didn't even realize is there. And so that's why it's so important when Christ says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind in Christ Jesus. If we don't do that and make an active um, daily habit of doing that, Uh, in our lives, what happens is these things can slip up into our lives. So it says, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. And so that's why I brought up that story. God kind of brought that on my mind to share with you. Remember that God is your defender. He's like that boss that you know that you, if you honestly live your life on a daily basis with integrity, God will defend you. But if you know that you're guilty or you're not doing something right, God does have mercy. But also, if you're doing something that's not right, you will be found out. But God, in his love for you, still has mercy and he will give you time. But there's also time to repent repent and time to change and realize. And sometimes when we're in situations that we don't want to be in and we don't realize that we're in it, Sometimes it actually takes somebody who's loving enough to come alongside us and help show us, you know, where we need to make changes. Mm-hmm. But remember, if changes aren't rooted in your love and worship for God, they will not last. And I'll tell you that right now. If, if, you, if you're making changes out of selfish ambition or for the wrong reasons, you'll fall back habit to those habits. But if you start letting God and worship him and you let him change your heart and you know why you're doing it and you start seeing your value and worth in him, then you change Mm -hmm. as he is allowing you to change. And then you won't go back to those habits. So let all those that put their trust and rejoice, let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. So remember, the Lord your God is your defender. So let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. 
For thou, O Lord, wilt bless the righteous with favor, and thou wilt encompass him with a shield. So just remember that the Lord is your defender, okay? And he's your shield. And I want you to write that in your journal this week. Wherever you can, I want you to write it down on your fridge. The Lord is my defender. The Lord is my shield. The Lord is my defender. The Lord is my shield. And just write it down and let it sink in. Seriously, if there's areas in your life that you just, ah, you can't seem to shake or or if there's somebody or something in your life that's causing so much issues, ask God to give you a heart of love and compassion and worship for them and you pray for them. That is also a form of worship. When you pray for and love your enemies, wow, that is big. Because the moment you start praying for those enemies, what happens in the spiritual realm is those those things that have tied you or bound you, they actually, they get broken and they can't bind you anymore. And you actually pour, you're pouring love over that situation. And you know when the verse says lover, love covers a multitude of sins? Yeah, that Amen. verse has greater meaning than you think. Amen. So remember, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you. Because <laughs> God is good and he is your defender and he will shield you. So be encouraged this week. If you feel like you're hanging on by a thread, I know I felt that way with this week dealing with blood clots, but God is with me and he is helping me through this all. And I'm thankful that you guys are listening to this. Be encouraged. You are not alone. Fight the good fight of faith. And God is here with us. And remember, you are loved and you are blessed. So... Thank you, God, for today. Thank you for everybody listening, Lord. Thank you that you're here. Thank you that your love and your mercy and your grace always cover us. Thank you that you are our defender. That's the biggest thing. Thank you. You're our shield. And thank you for your never-ending love. Protect our hearts from rebellion, Lord. Lord, protect our hearts from turning away from you and from the hardness. And from those who maybe have hardened their hearts, Lord, I pray that they will turn around and come back to you in your love. In Jesus' precious name. Amen.